This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Andy Johnson. Topic of today's podcast is Fast Reading Freddy, Reading Too Fast, and Standardized Tests and Diagnosis and that sort of thing. But a story about Fast Reading Freddy. Fast Reading Freddy was a second grade student. His father contacted me because, according to him, his son had reading problems. It turns out the scores on his reading achievement tests were below grade level. His father indicated that he was going to get Fast Reading Freddy tested for dyslexia. Now, knowing the devastating impact that such tests and labels can have on a kid, and the great amount of nothingness that such tests produce, I begged his father that I wanted to listen to Freddie read before any testing be done. Now imagine that, the wacky, nutty idea of listening to a kid read to see how his or her reading is going. It's as wacky as seeing how a person's violin is playing, violin playing is going, by listening to them play the violin. Or seeing how somebody's volleyball playing is going by watching them play volleyball. I mean, who comes up with these wacky, nutty, zany ideas? Well, you can tell by the tone of my voice, it's actually a pretty good idea. In reading, we call this type of diagnosis a miscue analysis. Here, we listen to a child read and we document the type of miscues being made. A miscue is when what the child says during oral reading does not match what's on the printed page. They're not called errors because they're not always errors. Miscues often represent mature reading behavior. We see this when a reader inserts a word that doesn't change the meaning of what's being read. These are called meaning-maintaining miscues. For example, a reader might say the dog runned down the street when the text says the dog ran down the street. The meaning is the same. This is an indication that the reader is actually processing the text at deeper levels. The focus is not on letters and the arrangement of letters and sounding out individual letters. Rather, the focus is on meaning. And that's what reading is. It's creating meaning with print. It's not sounding out words. So a miscue analysis examines the types of insertions omissions, and substitutions, and the inflection, we can call these prosodic miscues, that are made during oral reading. So I gave Fast Reading Freddy, the second grader, a graded reader at the second grade level. Fast Reading Freddy read very fast. He made a lot of miscues. But most of Freddy's miscues were meaningful miscues. And with most of his miscues, 
if it was meaning disrupting, he went back and corrected them. Meaning if the miscue didn't make sense within the sentence, he would pause and go back. He used, this showed that he was using context and syntax to create meaning with text. And this is what expert readers do. We use very few letter clues. We rely mostly on syntax, which is grammar and word order, semantics, which is context of the sentence or meaning, and background knowledge to recognize words as we're reading. And by the way, there are a variety of silly tests like dibbles that ask students to identify words in isolation or to sound out nonsense words. And both of these are nonsensical things. It's hard to make sense out of nonsense. And words in isolation and pseudo-words are nonsense. We never encounter words floating in space without any context. Even signs and labels have context of some sort. So in listening to Fast Reading Freddy, it soon became apparent that Freddy was reading too fast. In talking with him, it became apparent as well that he didn't like to read things that were of no interest to him. In other words, he didn't like to read things that he didn't like. Imagine that, a student not interested in reading every piece of bland printed mush we shove in front of them. Fast Reading Freddy was trying to rush through reading that he did not find to be interesting or engaging. Now this data would not have shown up on one of the standardized tests used to diagnose reading difficulties. One of those silly, expensive, standardized tests. So I recommended four things for Fast Reading Freddy. Fast Reading Freddy, first, use a three by five card when reading to keep the eyes focused on the text and keep them from jumping around. Just simply move the card underneath the line being read. Two, find expository text, because he liked to read information books, that were of interest to him. If it's of interest to him, he didn't try to rush through it. Imagine that. Three, tell Fast Reading Freddy to slow down. And four, practice reading text at his independent level or below that he has selective and that are of interest to him. Now, Fast Reading Freddy still read too fast when he was asked to read things that were of no interest to him. But when reading things that he was interested in, he was just fine. So did I fix him? Nope, he wasn't broken. But I did save him from having a doctor slap a useless dyslexia label on him or having a school system slap a special education label on him. So, two big lessons here. Lesson one, get rid of those stinking standardized tests and listen to the reading of struggling readers. Do a miscue analysis to assess word identification and fluency. Use a retelling sheet to assess comprehension. 
these things will give you far more information and information that will actually be usable than any standardized tests. Standardized tests simply tell you how far away from average a child is. And the second big lesson in our classrooms and at home, get a wide variety of reading material for students to practice with. Reading material written at a variety of levels. If you really want to help kids become better readers, this is what you'll do. This will give you a far better return on the dollar than expensive reading programs or useless and expensive standardized tests. This has been the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson.